0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the second podcast of Second Place Church. Thank you very much for tuning in yet again. This is your host, AP. As many of you probably know who we were able to come to service on Sunday, we had the college coup, so this week we're doing something a little different. I'm really excited to have our guest on. I think I've promised him several times uh, our schedules finally lined up because he is a very busy man for the Lord. Why
1: don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, sir? Hey, everyone. I just want to take a moment and share a little bit about uh, who I am. First and foremost, it's a privilege, Andrew, to be on the podcast. I look forward to um, hopefully ministering to the people that are listening to this. My name is Justin Kane. I am a pastor of a brand new church plant. We're just about 14 months old, Uh, just celebrated one year in March and uh, have seen God do tremendous things over this past year. Pretty exciting about All that we have been watching right in front of our eyes, lives transformed, people understanding truth maybe like they haven't before, Um, restoration, a whole bunch of things that we'll get into I'm sure as we continue to talk. I have a wife of 15, uh, 16 years and uh, two wonderful daughters. One's 10, her name is Summer and our five-year-old, her name is Carly. So living a good life, very blessed man. And love what I get to do. It's a joy and it's a true honor. So yeah, thank you again for having me on the podcast.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Are are you old enough to have been married for sixteen years? Crazy, isn't it? I got I got
1: married when I was twenty one and she was nineteen.
0: Oh wow, okay, that makes <laughs> that makes a lot more sense then. Now I know you went to Judson College. Were you guys still like in college when
1: you got married? No, so I just had graduated and she did not go to college. She was living in Seattle at the time and decided to go to a service in a church here in the Chicago area um, for Easter, and uh, I was at the same church, and so uh, we had met uh, through that time, that service, and from there, we kind of began to develop our relationship, and within a year's time, we were married. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. That's, it's a, that's a pretty journey. amazing story. Yeah, it was very cool.
0: Yeah. Now, I know that we are a little limited on time, so let's roll right into it. Sure. Pastor Justin, what are you into?
1: So, uh, into in what sense?
0: Like, what do you do for fun when you're not, uh, you know, working on ministry sure. or performing actual work, you know? Sure. Um, of course, Leisure my, fam- time.
1: My, my family takes a lot of our time, so we, uh, we love to do bike rides. We live in the downtown Frankfurt area, so we like to do bike rides to the downtown area. Uh, we have a golf cart, so we love to take golf cart rides almost <laughs> every awesome. single night. So that's really awesome. Uh, both snow and uh, during the summertime. We have some some fun times with that. I uh, love to play the game of golf. I played basketball three or four times a week for many years up until about eight months ago. And I uh, tore my ACL, so I think my career Dude. has officially come to the end. Um, so I will be a golfer for the rest of my life. And other than that, um, ministry... Coupled with family, that 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 takes up most of my time. Uh, Love to read, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. I uh, it's funny because every week I try to do a wordy into, and like this week I've I've been sick, and so I I, uh, I lay in bed. Trying yes, to feel that's better. Fun. A yeah, lot of fun. a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, good My times. I've been watching My Hero Academia. So, uh, <laughs> okay. for the, for those that want to know how much of a nerd I am, that's how much yeah, of a nerd yeah. I
1: am. It sounds very exciting.
0: Yeah. So, okay, we promised everyone that we'd have Jan and everything so that you can share what's going on. As you said before, the church is called New Day. Why don't we just basics? Uh, first of all, where are you guys located? When do you meet? And then. We'll jump into uh, what the actual like idea behind New Day is.
1: Yeah, we, we meet once a week and uh, every single Sunday morning at ten a.m. at Lincoln Way Central High School. That's located in New Lenox, and uh, that's been a great facility for us so far. Um, the seating capacity is great. We have two rooms for the kids' courses or kids' classes, uh, ages zero through five. Um, the rest is first to fifth. And have had a wonderful time doing that Um, so that's where we're located and we are about truthfully and I know it sounds so cliche because of the name but uh, providing people a very fresh start in life I've watched over the last year and a half believers specifically there's many um, new believers who are experiencing newness and who they are in God and and who he is to them but I've watched believers who needed to be restored uh, things need to be repaired and revived in their life and to see the gospel which is absolutely life transforming to watch it revive um, believers who have been Christians for 20 30 35 years and to see the there's this idea of the joy of your salvation being returned to you t- returned to them and uh, watching that has been remarkable so we're all about the gospel reintroducing the gospel even to those who have been saved for many years so it's been pretty exciting
0: yeah amen to that man i i remember one of the first stories that you told me when, when we were first kind of hanging out about a, a woman that you randomly met in a park that's yes at the church now i i love that story he's, can you just go ahead and share that story he's
1: still with us so we were at a park this was um Three months before we launched our church, we were just about to start what would be called interest meetings, seeing if people would be interested in helping us plant New Day Church. And so she was in the park. Uh, sun was about to go down, so we had about 15 minutes, and I saw her on a bench, and she was singing into a music app on her phone. Um, so I waited till she was finished. I saw that she had a couple kids with her. I was with my daughter, Carly. And I went up to her, and I said, hey, you just have a, you have a beautiful voice. And I said... Uh, do you sing normally? And she, of course, kind of just let me know. No, I just sing into my my music app. Don't have any really other outlets to do so. And this is kind of my way of just uh, decompressing. And I said, well, I just want you to know I'm not hitting on you. I have a wife. I have uh, another daughter. Here's a picture of them. But I said, um, have you ever sang in church before? She says, no, I don't attend church. Uh, haven't attended church for many, many years since I was a kid. And I said, would you like to be part of a church and possibly sing on stage? She goes, well, that sounds extremely interesting. And so we begin to build a relationship from there. She started to, she uh, was introduced to my wife. She came to the first meeting and she has been probably to every service except one since that time. So wow. um, six six weeks after that, um, she came up to who is my associate pastor, Jim Lambert, and said, what can I do to be saved? And so it was in that environment that God began to really uh, Tug on her heart, and she received Christ six weeks after I met her. Um, and it's been awesome to watch her. She's a single mom, has three kids, and I think we've been an answer from God to her to help get her through some very challenging times. And she is one of the most heartfelt, grateful, positive attitude ladies I've ever met in my entire life. So, to God be the glory for that that life that has been changed. Yeah,
0: that that's incredible, and I. I- one of my favorite parts of the story is just how bold yet wise you are in, in the way that you went about it and knowing our political climate and how people react sure. to things. So yeah. that was uh, I don't know. I, I just absolutely love that story. Thank my, you. Very my much. other favorite story is the one how you met Tony. Yes. Tony's such a cool dude. Cool Please he is share cool that dude. story. That, one, that, that one's amazing Mariano's. and hilarious.
1: And we were about 10 minutes uh, before closing time in Mariano's. And there was two cashiers and three clerks, which were bagging the bags. And uh, I looked at the cashier, asked him about how he was doing, told him that Jesus, man, is absolutely in love with him. And uh, if there's anything that he needs prayer for, the bagger um, of that cashier said, man, you pray for people? I said, uh, yeah, is there anything that you need prayer for? And uh, she had some pains in her body. So I said, certainly let me pray for you. So I was praying for her. The other three people were watching and the girl didn't know next to us. Another bagger did not know exactly what we were doing. So she interrupted us and she said, what are you guys doing? And I said, we're praying. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Uh, When we got done, she says, will you pray for me too? And so I began to pray for her and I said, we love to pray for people. And she said, and she just broke down in tears, Andrew, and said, man, my dad is going through a very difficult divorce and uh, it's been rough on the whole family, but he desperately needs A male voice to speak into his life would you be willing to reach out to him I said here's all my information I said we just started a church a year ago I would love to have you guys come visit Um, and they were at a a a church uh, in Sock Trail a different denomination than we would be and uh, didn't hear anything from her three weeks later we went back to Mariano's I saw the girl I said hey I mentioned her name somehow the Lord helped me to remember her name and uh, asked how she's doing. She goes, you'll never believe it. Me and my dad, we're just talking this morning. We are going to come to your church tomorrow. So it was a Saturday that we saw her. She said, we're going to be there tomorrow. I said, that's awesome. Um, and then we met and he and I, we have become good friends. Um, we probably meet once every two weeks. And uh, again, the Lord has allowed us uh, to play an integral part in reviving him so that he didn't derail. Many times, as you know, when you go through challenging times like that, especially relationships, and your life has a way of spiraling down into a dark place or derailing off of the purpose God has you for. And uh, we're able to speak life into Him. We use this phrase, we call people up. We don't call them out. It doesn't mean that we don't address issues, uh, but we focus on who they are to God and who they are in Christ. And we've done that over 12 months, and we've watched this man go through one of the darkest seasons of his life and he has a smile on his face. You know him. He's as transparent as they come. And this man has weathered the storm because of one reason. He realized who he was and who God is for them. So that's yeah, a cool yeah. story. His family has uh, been with us for the for the last uh, 11 months. And it's been a joy to get to know his kids and, and of course, to build a relationship with him. So, yeah. yeah, that's a neat story. I can't believe it's been 11 months already. It, 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 well, that's just hey, he'd been there. It's been 15 months going that we've been going as a church. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I was able to go to your
0: first service and then the yep, one year that. anniversary. Yep. Those yep. were uh, those were really exciting, and especially when uh,
1: <laughs> really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I love when I got there uh, at the at the first service ever, and I'm walking up and I see Tony Simon, and I'm like, "Hey, yep. you're in the wrong country right now." Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's one of my closest friends. For those who don't know, ten, Tony Simon, that are listening, he's a missionary to mexico he went with a guitar and a suitcase and he spoke no spanish and he went to be a missionary and god has blessed him mightily he has planted 21 churches while he's been there uh, and he just turned 40 years old so it's amazing to see what god has done uh with that man's life so yeah he's a special man he's on our board just as well so oh he is it's awesome yep yeah Yeah. i didn't i didn't know they was up to 21
0: churches already that's 21 yeah
1: they're planning their 22nd this this uh coming
0: year Wow. I, I think that, I think my favorite part about Tony was uh, he, he said that not only did he like go there with the guitar and not know Spanish, he failed a Spanish class he at Brain Valley class, like three yep. times or something. <laughs> yep. and he's like, yeah, those She it's said fine. these
1: words to him. She said, Don't, Tony, please do not go to Mexico. You are horrible <laughs> at learning Spanish. And he lived with the Spanish family for six months. They couldn't speak English and he couldn't speak Spanish. And so that's how wow. he immersed himself. And he did it for the for the sake of the gospel and that is one of the hardest working ministry men I've ever been, been in relationship with. I, I greatly admire him.
0: Yeah. Amen to that, man. Tony, Tony yeah. is, Tony is such a funny dude. I, yeah. Uh, thank you, man. I love that guy. He, uh, he's known me since I was a very young kid. Sure. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, back to new day. Um, yep. y- you've kind of shared a little bit about it, but what exactly is, is like the, the vision and the purpose uh, of yeah. new day? Cause I mean, there's, A million churches in the area, you could have applied to any of them and tried to find a job. Why would you try to start a church rather um, than go to another?
1: I I can't imagine that I have. It was one of my greatest fears was starting a church, believe it or not, um, because I knew the work that would go into it, and you always love to work with resources. And I was a guy who loved to have something and then create something of my own out of that something. But to start something with nothing— Uh, was a chore in my mind, but it took a huge step of faith. I believe God wanted us to do it, and ultimately His will is accomplished when you're surrendered. Uh, You can always want something else, but at the end of the day, if you're truly surrendered to Christ, your heart says, not my will, but your will be done. Um, And so, hold on, give me one second. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that being said, I surrendered to... That, that, that movement in that direction. And we began to um, build it with our friends and start with, we started with 37 people, 22 adults and 15 kids. And here's the vision of it, man. The Lord gave me one of the coolest visions that has reset the way that I see ministry. And he gave me a picture of a pit stop in a garage. And Andrew, this, this revolutionized the way that I do ministry. A garage is where people come home, they settle, they park their car, and now they're home. And God really said to me the second month that we're in a church plan, Justin, what if you were a pit stop church? And a pit stop is where somebody comes off the race. They go to the pit stop for a very specific reason. I need to get back on this race. I need something adjusted, something fixed, something is not working properly so that I can go back out in the race. And he said, Justin, what if you called people up to go back out to the race that I've called them to? And that you as a five-fold ministry, as a, a teacher and a pastor, you were there to equip my people and serve my people to do the work of their ministry, not to help them build your ministry. And so my eyes got completely off of building New Day into building his people so that they can go out and do what they've been called to do. And so our mission is extremely simple. It comes from uh, underlying that vision is to meet people right where they are, to reach people right where they are with God's love so that they can be transformed by his power and grace. And so that took a whole learning curve, Andrew, is to what it means to meet somebody right where they are. That means when a Wendy, that lady who I met in the park, she comes into our our environment, what we want to do is to conform her and to mold her into what it means to be a Christian. And the Lord said, whoa, 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 Don't, don't even touch her like that. Just call her up into who she is and who I am to her and watch me do that work. So you meet her right where she's at with my love and watch by my grace and power, I will transform her. And she starts to think differently now, but she is not conformed. And one of the coolest things that the Lord showed me is we have Tony, that gentleman I spoke about, the father who he's come from a very strict Baptist background. Uh, There's no issue that I have with that, but coming to our church from that background Uh, there's drums. We're not the King James version of the Bible. Uh, People are raising their hands. So it's a very different thing for him to experience, but he was getting transformed. So he's like, Justin, I can't stop coming. And then I have another lady in our church named Valerie, who is like, she's all tatted up. She loves Jesus. She is out there. Like she loves to dance and sing and do all those kind of things. And I realized because we were willing and committed to reach people right where they are, Tony didn't feel like he had to be more like Vale, and Vale didn't feel like she had to be more like Tony, and so there is no hoop you had to jump through. No, this is who you are. That's where we're going to meet you, and we're going to do it with God's love, and that He'll transform you into the person that He's called you, so that you can go back out and do the work of your ministry. And so to watch people now begin to grasp, wait, I have a ministry God has for me. I have giftings and callings and a purpose. Yes, you do, and we are here to support that to resource it and to watch you go do what God has called you to do and that has been exciting to watch
0: yeah dude it sound, it sounds so exciting you know it, that that it's in many ways pretty similar to one of the to kind of why second place was started yeah. um yeah it's called second place for a reason jesus first sure. home first others first and and the and the main idea is well this is, when it started it was this is a church for those who have been burned by church. So okay. similar concept just maybe maybe different verbiage to get them back on track and get them going in the right direction. Yeah. And also like the like the fact they say, you know, meet them right where they're at, that yep. really is exactly what Pastor Joe tries Very to do. Cool. Um it, it's a little funny when I when I talk to people that aren't necessarily from, from my church and they're like, "Well, what, you know, what denomination is it?" And I'm like, we call ourselves interdenominational, and they're like, "What does that mean?" And I'm like, "Sure, it, it's it, it's a more profound way of saying non-denominational. In, in that we don't care what denomination you are. We don't even care if you're not a Christian. Please join us. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, please join us." And so, uh, we, uh, Pastor Dave at, at our church runs runs Alpha through our church. Yeah, and I mean, we we literally had like Satanists and stuff coming to our church and. All I can say to that is, dude, they're in the right place. Well, because if they can hear the
1: gospel, that gospel can transform them. And that's what I love about the grace and the gospel of Christ is that it transforms us. And any grace or gospel that doesn't transform, it becomes perverted, you know? Um, But that's what I'm I'm, I'm watching is people believing what God believes about them and seeing themselves the way that God sees them. And there's nothing like it to watch when people are transformed. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. Amen, Amen to that. We, uh... We have seen lots of transformation at our church. Lots of people that uh, start coming to our church, yeah, have no idea of what the concept of a relationship with Christ is, and within a year they're like getting baptized yep. and stuff. Yep, you very know, very just, cool. Uh, truly beautiful. Um, it is. It is truly awesome. So yeah, I, I know uh, I know we're a little limited on time. Um, yep. just going forward with with, yep. with New Day. You know, we've heard your vision. We've heard how it started. What um, what exciting things is New Day, uh, hopefully, looking forward to.
1: Yeah, so the Lord gave me two mandates when we started the church to really focus on calling people up on Sundays and then secondly was to focus, as you know, on the men of the church. And I've spent every other week for 14 months meeting with the men of the church and that's been an awesome, awesome time to watch them uh, begin to buy into what the gospel truly is. The next step that I I watch, and this is so cool because we don't do small groups. We don't do assimilation. We don't do many of the things that I thought we would normally do as a church plant. And all because I felt like the Lord said, nope, let's reel this back. Not right now. I have other things for you. The next thing that the Lord has put on my heart is to send out commission uh, and send them out from our church missionaries to their communities. And this, this to me is way bigger on the inside than I can communicate externally is I see something, I see a movement happen because I am going to help raise up leaders or missionaries from New Day and I'm going to send them out into their communities the first thing we see in the book of Acts is that we are called to go to Jerusalem first. And and sometimes we want to do missions out there and we want to go to that land and that foreign land. And there's so many places. But, man, we desperately need people with a missionary mindset on to go into their communities. There's, what, 40 – in the first one we're going to do, there's 130 houses in this community, all young families. Wow. And the goal is not to get them to New Day. The goal is to missionary them to pastor them, to shepherd them, and to see somebody that cares enough to share the gospel with as many people as possible. And so we don't know how it's gonna look. We start that in two weeks of commissioning our first two couples to go out, uh, knowing that they have the backing of a church. They're not, hey, this is not a New Day thing. And that's what I love about it. These are two people who are surrendered to God, who are just going to go and be missionaries to their community. They're going to come up with creative ways on how to get people into their home, not into the church and to watch what's going to happen. I, I, I can sense something's going to be very big from it. So that's our next big, exciting thing is to raise up missionaries that are willing to go and reach their workplaces and their communities. That's huge, man. I yeah. w- one thing that, um,
0: uh, actually like the whole city of Monitas, there's, there's called, we have the Moni Alliance of churches that yeah. second place is a part of. And uh-huh. so every year they'll do what's called love Moni and yeah. like the churches work together and bring this thing together, but they are still getting out into the community and just saying, sure. Hey, come on out. You know, we got free food. You get to hang out and we get to love on people there. Same thing yep. with, uh, we do the run for their lives 5k every yep. year, but yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's awesome. They just. Is it just it going to be like It's going to be neat because remember thing? this in,
1: in John chapter 1, it said that the law was given, yeah. but grace and truth came. And so, coming is very different than giving. Giving is like, hey, um, there's a distance between us. Came is, man, we're going to lovingly um, intersect your space and your world and see whether or not there is something there to receive the love and the power of Christ. And so, um, I'm excited for not only those who are going to be the missionaries and break over the fear that they have in their life, but also to watch something powerful happen.
0: Yeah, that's huge. So, I, I yeah. Forgive I know that, me on time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um just let, last words. I know yeah, I, I've talked to Jim a little bit and it sounds like you kind of already have that because Jim might be your associate pastor, but he's also an engineer and a manager yep. during the day and he already works at a company. He's already yep. doing so exactly he's our first that.
1: he's our first missionary and oh, he okay. lives in a community that is the houses, houses in new Lennox are just popping up everywhere in his community. Yeah. And so he is going to be our first, um, our first missionary, and uh, another couple in our church wants to join with him. And uh, it's gonna be something to behold. So yeah, I'm excited. And I know the result of it is going to be the fruit of their labor is going to be pre- pretty tremendous. So yeah,
0: yeah, Amen to that, man. Well, yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you get
1: back to your Saturday. Thank then. you for letting us, letting me on. Thank you for letting yeah. me share. Tell Pastor Joe too. I appreciate what you guys are doing, and uh, to me, it's exciting to, to, to do something like this with you, Andrew. And so, thank you again.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Well, yeah, I will. Uh, I will talk to you later then, man. And all uh, right. Hopefully, let I me just let you. me just bless yeah. everybody that's
1: uh, listening. Uh, Father, I just bless every single person on this podcast. I thank you in Jesus' name that they discover who they are in Christ and who you are to them as their Abba Father. I pray for those who feel distant and, and away from you, Father, that they will realize by Jesus, by the gospel, that you are right next to them, that you go before them, you're with them, and you got their back. That you're always good, you always have their best in mind, and you're always setting them up to succeed in what they've been called to do. So may they rise up with courage and faith and love and boldness and go and be the sons and daughters that you have called them to be. May these words fall on a soil that will receive it and produce uh fruit inside their life, that they will be all that you have called them to be. I bless them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, brother.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for your time this morning. I really hope everybody enjoys this podcast, man. Thank you, Andrew. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.